The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of BronxNet or the program underwriters. What's up, Bronx? Episode number four, Emerging Media Makers. We're back. Get comfortable. Stay with us. It's BronxNet, Emerging Media Makers. I'm your host, Bernardo Maranta, also Programming Manager here at BronxNet. This is Emerging Media Makers. We're spotlighting new and exciting programs on your BronxNet channels. This month, we check in with community producers Mary Van Rose from Healthy Living in the Bronx and Diera Stevenson from the show called Diera. We're going to learn more about their dynamic new shows. And we're also going to showcase a series of short films that really, really resonated with us here at BronxNet. We have up first, turn the tables on the famous Mary Vin Rose. How are you? Thank you so much. Famous. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things. Oh, yes. Thank you. I I've heard it. super engaging, super talented, creative, all around professional. I could go on and on and on and on with the famous Mary Vin Rose. There you go. How does it feel? It feels really good after completing one whole season in the midst of post-production for season two, um, as it's currently airing right now. It's just, it's amazing. I love the feedback that we're getting from the community and the support of BronxNet, of course. So let's get into, like, you as the person, right? So mm-hmm. before we get into the nuts and bolts of the show. So I heard a rumor that you're an actress or have an acting history. Yeah, so I'm a host, obviously, and a producer for our show, but I also do act. Um, it's a territory that I'm re-entering um, because, you know, fear of the unknown, but it's something that I do thoroughly enjoy. How do you feel that affects, like, your performance as a host and a producer? Does that help it or kind of... It definitely helps it because I'm definitely looking into doing more improv. And there's moments on the show, as you know, when you host a show, there's times where you think it's going to go a certain way or you think your conversation is going to go one way and the guest might say something you were not expecting. So being quick on your feet is always a good skill to have. Absolutely. Like, if right now if you say, like, a random thing, what would I say? Right. right. So what would you say? Like, <laughs> having, so having a little bit of acting, I always say improv is something that everyone should like take up at least once. Absolutely. Um, how did you actually end up on TV? Take me through the whole story. Like, did you always want to be on TV? Did you always want to be yes. a producer? I've always had an interest in TV and media. I love storytelling in any capacity, hence the reason I also enjoy acting. Um, so I went the normal route. Like I went to high school. I went to, well, backing up a little bit, I actually went to performing arts school. I actually studied dance. Dance is like my first, first love. Actually, when I was little, um, my teachers would always say I didn't participate. I was really, really quiet. Um, So dance was the first thing that allowed me to express myself. That's where I felt comfortable. That's where I felt my home was. And then over time, I started to like find my voice a little bit. I had certain teachers who really like helped push that out of me. And then um, I went to college. I've always wanted to do media and communications, but unfortunately my university didn't have it. And I didn't want to transfer because I made really good friends and I majored in political science with a concentration in global affairs and human rights. Now that may sound like so far wow. off, <laughs> but it, it's really not because like our show, Healthy Living in 
the Bronx. It's a it's not a political show. It's all about health and wellness. But there are political components in understanding our greater society as a whole and understanding what the people need and what we're looking for. So. In terms of art, I've always been into dance, I've always been into acting, and then taking my background in study of human rights and global affairs and putting that in a place of storytelling, I just feel like they're two powerful combinations. So you're good with improvisation and you're yes. good with dancing, so that means if I ask you right now to dance on the spot, it would happen? No, I could, I could. <laughs> I can choreograph a dance on the spot. Like I said, dancing is where I feel the most comfortable. I'm that person who will dance in a supermarket. I'll dance like just going to the, gro uh, going to the grocery store. It doesn't matter to me. Um, if it's a good beat, I'm dancing. Excellent, excellent. What, what's your favorite music? So my favorite music, I listen to everything. I know everyone says that, no, but I, if you go through my iPod right now, like I have like old like 60s music, 70s music. I have like obviously new trap music. I love salsa. I love merengue. Like you, you have, oh, I even listen to country music. Like I have select artists that I like in country. Country's a little, uh. I think the only genre that I'm not too big of a fan of is maybe heavy metal. It's like, oh, wow. but I'll do like a little bit of rock too, but heavy metal is probably like, this like someone screaming at me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that. So you said the magic words before, healthy living in the Bronx. That's your show that airs here on Bronxnet. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take a uh, look at a clip right now and come back and talk about it. That come in that see you, or even just people you talk to in general, um, millennials are facing that struggles. Like a lot of the struggles come from social media, stem from that as well. It comes from the environment and social media is a part of that. So again, if you're working in a culture mm -hmm. that needs you to be on social media, encourages it, yeah, because I have clients that work with companies and brands that are international. Mm -hmm. So that means they can be on at 1 a.m. Eastern time or 4 a.m. Eastern time, depending on who their clients are. That's not good for your mental health because your brain needs time to repair and recover itself, which means it needs time off from technology, time off from decision making. You need time to just let your mind go into relaxation mode, recovery and repair. Mm -hmm. But if we're constantly seeing that we have to check email and alerts and all of those things, mm -hmm. then it's constantly sending signals to your brain to keep your mind active and thereby giving you overactive. That's a clip from Healthy Living in the Bronx. It's on our new HD channel, BX Omni, Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. right here on BronxNet. And we're here with the host and producer, Mary Van Rose. So in that clip, uh, social media was mentioned. Mm -hmm. So I have a really good question for you. You ready? As a producer, yes. you'll be proud of this question. I thought of it all myself. <laughs> As a producer, how do you effectively market your show on social media while avoiding the pitfalls that contribute to unhealthy living? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> so this one was, this episode was all about um, the effects of social media on our mental health. That that woman, she's a phenomenal um, psychotherapist who has done amazing um, work throughout the country and is particularly focusing on the black and brown community. Um, but social media, our page, I'm really proud of it, Healthy Living in the Bronx on Instagram has grown into a community. For me, and I mentioned this on the show, I'm just very strategic and very intentional about my social media use. I only go on when I know that I have something to post and I immediately take myself off. And I give myself a lot of times where there's certain people that I want to engage with because social media gets a bad rap. You know, yeah. I, It can be something where you can go down like the rabbit hole of comparing yourself, thinking that you're not in the best place in your life because everyone else is like going on vacations or buying homes or getting married and having babies but I feel like the good part of it is that you can connect with people you might not have otherwise so you just have to be intentional about your social media use and like I said for us Healthy Living in the Bronx 
Instagram, YouTube has been such an amazing platform for us to like build community. It's a community-based show. So managing social media, your time on social media, that's one way that we can be healthy in the Bronx. What's another way that we can Man, like with social media? So oh, man, in general, like how can we be more, be more healthy in the, Bronx? in the Bronx? Give the viewers some tips. Yeah, so what we learned on the show, right? So one of the things that we focused on in the show is just being a bit more mindful in terms of your eating. Um, I'm not a big person who believes in restrictions or like necessarily telling yourself you can't have something, but like our last episode that's going to air in season two, we had Wendy Lopez come on, who's a registered dietitian, very well known. Um, her, her organization has been featured in like Old Magazine. Um, she's just really prominent voice in the community she talks about intuitive eating and what that looks like it means knowing your body and understanding what you need to fuel through the day something else that we talk about in the show in season two I'm really excited about is financial literacy I think that's something in our community that we don't talk enough about Absolutely. and it's something as simple as understanding what a saving account look like and then learning what investment is so like she talks on the show how you can when you have like let's say a standard corporate job how investing in a 401k is super important um, because financial stress is some of the biggest stresses in our life and if you're someone who doesn't believe in necessarily let's say um, yoga yoga is not your thing just being active going for a walk going for a jog boxing just being more intentional about making sure you're prolonging the health of your life thank you so much miss mary vin rose check her out on our new hd channel bx omni that's optimum 68 and files 34 wednesday nights at 8 30 right here on bronxnet thank you so much for making thank it over you. to the beautiful studios here at mercy college bronxnet east in the house coming up next we got the era stevenson right here on emerging media makers on bronxnet this is Emerging Media Makers. Welcome back. I'm Bernardo Moranza, Programming Manager here at BronxNet. And we are here with our second guest. It's Diera Stevenson. Everybody, welcome her. How are you? How are you? Thank you so much for making it. Thank you. It's good to be here. Oh, well, we appreciate you coming and talking to us about your show, Diera. Yes. Spelled D-E-I-R-R-A. You got it. But pronounced Diera. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So tell us about your background. Like, how did you come to us here at BronxNet? How did we, uh, how were we so lucky to, uh, be graced by your presence here at Bronx and in your talents. Right. So I really wanted to contribute to the world by bringing back that human connection that I felt was missing uh, amongst the community. And in this world of social media, I think it's important to just check in with one another and be more authentic rather than just playing on social media, you know, that's it. <laughs> and how did you actually hook up with Bronx? Like, how, well, what inspired you to become an access producer? Like, to take the course uh, and graduate from the course? And yeah. Well, I always was into TV, media, production. I actually work in TV and film production. Okay. And I'm also a SAG-AFTRA actress. Okay. Yeah, so I've always been inspired uh, by the media. And I said, why not take a, a Bronx Network cor course? And I, I've attended Lehman College as well for some courses. So um, I just really enjoyed my time there producing. Oh, so you know? you're SAG after. Look at that. So yeah. have you done actual like acting work or? Yeah, I would say I have it. All ends up blending together because I look at it as actual work. Um, it looks fun, but it's uh, very professional. Uh, a setting that you take really seriously, you know? So the era airs on Bronx Center on our mm -hmm. BX Live channel. It's Optimum 70 and Files 36. It's Friday nights at 8 o'clock. We're going to check out a clip right now from the era. Barbie, my whole entire life, is my mother. Wow. Like, she is the person that I have seen. Be it, she was literally the only person that in my life growing up that I saw manage 
a household of five children on her own. She didn't seek government assistance. She didn't go running to relatives, asking them for help. She did everything that she could on her own. And I believe that it made me an independent person. It made me realize that I can do anything through God who strengthens me. It, real, it made me realize that if I have faith in who I am and what I'm doing, I will make it. And um, I just love the fact that my mother, like throughout everything that she tried to do, she instilled in us like, you know, respect, integrity, like, you know, being strong, being being mindful of like what it is that you're doing. Like we all graduated college. We all did what we had to do. Nobody is on like no offense to anyone who is on drugs. Like nobody is on, you know, any substance. Like, you know, we did everything to the best of our ability. And I commend her from the brand new show, Diera. It airs right here on Bronx Net Fridays at 8 p.m. on our BX Live channel Optimum 70 and Files 36. We are here with the host and producer of the Diera show and strangely enough her name is also Diera and she's right here with us. So in that clip uh, stylistically I noticed that there was never really any cutting away from the guests. Is that really uh, on purpose or am I just kind of imagining that because I feel like you really really hyper focus on the guests which is really really good. Right. Um, Talk yeah, about that. so I wanted to be able to give my guests the platform to talk about their work and in, in their industry, and that's what's mostly important to me. The show is not really about me; it's about um, giving people that voice to speak their mind and like the ups and downs for in the entertainment industry, for example, which was, that episode was about. So, other episodes have dealt with mental health. Uh, you talked about an HBO show. I think it's yeah. Insecure. It's yeah, called. you had a whole episode about that. Right. Uh, you had an author on. You've talked about the entertainment industry. So it's a variety talk show. Yeah, basically. I love to uh, produce a variety of shows because this world is just amazing. And uh, we had an uh, independent uh, uh, writer who sp uh, spoke about her book. And then, like you said, we had uh, an episode about mental health and in the entertainment industry in particular, and someone from BT speak about like their experiences working in this entertainment industry and the pitfalls that could happen, but how you can like pick yourself back up, dust yourself off, and get right back on track. Excellent. What are the future shows going to be about? Like, are you going to continue along the same path of having so much variety? Or are you going to eventually kind of stick to one thing? Or, or is it like just going to stay free form? Or? Right. I still want to produce a variety of episodes because, uh, for example, one woman who works for hospice care, she actually uh, sings music for people in hospice care. And she has a company. And I think that's important for people to know about in case they wanted to you know, um, in case they wanted services provided for themselves or their loved ones. And, and that's a human connection that's so authentic. You can't like, really get away from that. That's amazing. Yeah. So also in that clip, uh, there was a mention of inspiration, right? So what is your inspiration? What brought you to the world of television and to the world of public access? What's your main inspiration? If you had to pick one thing. My inspiration is all of you guys, like that work in television and production. Um, I've loved movies and I've loved music since I was a little girl. I couldn't escape it even when I tried to. So my, I'm inspired every day. Yeah. And what are some tips you could, would give people that are watching at home and they're like, that looks cool, but like I'm afraid, right? Like I don't yeah. know. Like, like uh, what would you say to that kind of person? I think I was probably the most afraid person I've known, but I've done it anyway. And if you make a mistake, so what? And if you're not perfect at it, I feel like so what? Because no one else really is once they first get started. And I would just say go for it anyway. Uh, the, the trick is just to start. 
And what would you say are the three most important factors for you to be successful as an access producer at Bronxnet? Uh, I think uh, consistency and to continue to come up with authentic ideas and not necessarily have to follow a trend and to not compare yourself and just be yourself. Be yourself, that's it, be real, right? Yeah. Diera, check her out, she's on BX Life, the BX Life channel, Optimum 70 and Files 36, and she airs on Friday nights at eight o'clock, right here on BronxNet. Thank you so much, Diera. Show's not done, don't go anywhere. Right now we're gonna show you a special collection of short films that really impressed us here at BronxNet. Check this out right now on Emerging Media Makers. As Gotham turned to his nightfall, this sunrise, despite y'all, the lights on, I'm finna black out on any track, it overlap now. If y'all do come close to me, he gon' wanna ride off in the ghost with me. I might let your boy show for me, but he gotta eat the booty like groceries. Club going up on a Tuesday, got your girl in the cut and she choose a brown skin. You know I love your brown skin. At first I was afraid, I was petrified. Thinking how would I ever live without you by my side. Boy, I boy, I vivir me, la, 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 la. For all the times that you ran on my parade. And all the clubs you get in using my name. You think you broke my heart, oh boy, for goodness sake. You think I'm crying, oh my, oh, well, I ain't. Girl, you know I, 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 I love you. Come on our floor, come on our floor. De tanto amor, de tanto amor, me diste tú. My name is WP, and I want the whole world to feel me. Because I'm ready to break, and I'm ready to gain history. Man, I've spread peace from just like the Dalai Lama. I'm ready to make a change, but I'm not like Obama. Oh. I had no idea I had so much fear singing. <laughs> no one can unring this bell and sound this alarm. I'm break my heart. And God knows I am dissonance waiting to be swiftly pulled into two. Seems like it was yesterday when I saw your face. You told me I'm new like it was yesterday. You got till it's gone. They play paradise and put up a parking lot. Please don't it always seem to go. You don't know what you got till it's gone. They play paradise and put up a parking lot.
thinking. A lot lately. About life. <sighs> when I'll upgrade this cruddy computer. Oh, good lord. Wires so tangled. Come on. How do you how, how do these wires tangled? Seriously? Come on. Really? <laughs> it's okay, boy. There's no reason to worry. Where am I? Here, you wouldn't happen to know where the nearest exit is, would you? T Bone? Buddy? You there?
Jesus, you believe in it? I mean, I heard of like white picket fence, a husband, a dog, two kids, but I mean, my definition of American dream is doing what's best for others. You know, so you could be at a, you know, a very happy place. But it doesn't have to be, you know, white picket fence. And it could just be however you want it to imagine it. Um. Born and raised in the Bronx is a sentence many say proudly, but others hear differently. I see an organized maze and not a gridded block system. It feels free here and full of value. Creativity and creation is all around us. The way my environment has molded me, pushed me to understand inner worth, self-beauty, and outer appreciation. I made it my obligation for others that don't feel this way to experience this feeling throughout my creative work. My name is Alex Rivera, owner and founder of The Bronxer, and I am 25. That was awesome. We hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did. And we thank you so much for tuning in to Emerging Media Makers on BronxNet today. I'd like to say thank you to our guests, Mary Van Rose and De'Ara Stevenson, our director, Lou Biampica, our producers, Phil Lane and Audrey Duncan, associate producers, Leo Mary Rodriguez and Ramon Torres, creative services, and the team here at BronxNet East at the beautiful Mercy College. BronxNet provides training and classes to Bronxites so that they can tell the stories that are important to them. If you want to have your own show too, if you want to learn more about how you too can produce a program on BronxNet, Simply go to bronxnet.org, bronxnet.org, click on join us, and then click on produce your own show. We look forward to seeing you in the studio soon. Until next time, Bernardo Maranta for Bronxnet.